1,842 with 5,488 deaths. The total number of cases across the three counties is now 15,748. That's 10,630 in Carmarthenshire, 3,373 in Pembrokeshire and 1,745 in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 1,258,769 have received a first dose of COVID-19 vaccine and 338,959 on the second. In Hewell Dar, the Health Board has administered 175,893 vaccinations up until March 17th. That's 26,559 over the last seven days. Dr Ellery Davies, Incident Director for the COVID-19 Outbreak Response at Public Health Wales, said that Public Health Wales, Betsy University Health Board and the Isle of Anglesey County Council are working to offer additional coronavirus testing in Holyhead and Holly Island, including lateral flow tests for secondary school students and their linked households and home-delivered PCR tests for local residents. This case finding aims to find undetected infections to control and reduce the transmission in the area. While the level of infection across Wales has declined in recent weeks, there are still several areas which have significantly higher rates. It is vitally important that we don't lose the substantial gains that have been made and therefore I would like to send a clear message to everyone that coronavirus hasn't gone away and there still are a large number of people who have not been vaccinated. In order to protect everyone, including the most vulnerable, we must all stick to the rules. If you are contacted by your local TTP team, then it is important that you are truthful with them about where you have been and who you have met. They are not there to judge, they are there to help prevent ongoing transmission of the virus and to protect the community. If you are asked to self-isolate by your local TTP team, then please ensure that you do so for the full 10 days. Following a rigorous scientific review of all the available data, the MHRA has confirmed that the available evidence does not suggest that blood clots in veins are caused by the COVID-19 vaccine AstraZeneca. This follows a detailed review of reported cases as well as data from hospital admissions and GP records. This has been confirmed by the government's independent advisory group, the Commission on Human Medicines, whose expert scientists and clinicians have also reviewed the available data. Restrictions on UK and international travel remain in place. More information on current travel guidance is available on the Welsh Government website. And finally, if you or a member of your household develop a cough, fever or change in sense of taste or smell, you must self-isolate immediately and book a free coronavirus test, either by calling 119 or going online to www.gov.wales. I'm Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure West Radio. Oh my God, oh my God, these feelings just begun I'm saying things I've never said, doing things I've never done Oh my God, oh my God, when I see you I shoot it right But I'm frozen in motion and my head tells me to stop Tells me to stop feeling things I feel about us but it's never enough My heart is hurting It's more than a crush Cause I'm frozen in motion And my head tells me to stop But my heart goes Cause my heart goes Cause my heart goes 
and beyond i'm ben stone and we are here with g and g builders find out more about a pembrokeshire business that's been around for more than 30 years by visiting pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk and get ready for two hours of pure west sport Well, once again, a very good evening and welcome to the show. And I hope this Monday has been a good one for you. Monday, 22nd of March, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Plenty coming up. We are live after eight o'clock on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. And of course, the discussion will centre around that 32-30 defeat for Wales in the Six Nations on Saturday evening. We were glued to the TV in my house. It looked like Wales we're going to see it through and Wayne Pivak was going to claim what would have been at the start of the tournament the most unlikely of Grand Slams. Did Wales just lack a bit of discipline, a bit of game management in those last 10 minutes? But let's be honest, be very proud of that performance and it was a, a gripping game and I thought really well refereed as well. Plenty to come after eight. Gordon Thomas, Fraser Watson and Bill Kahn will be with us to talk about that. And we want your views as well. So do get involved. Hashtag Pure West Sport. We'll have to talk about Haverford West County as well. Full of confidence after that win against TNS. They went down 2-0 away to Connors Key Nomads in the Cymru Premier League. Is that to be expected though? With a young side that's continuing to develop, will results actually be just a little bit up and down? Is that something we just have to accept as the Bluebirds continue to develop and 
defender Wayne Jones. That's all to come. Before 8 o'clock, we're going to hear from the chairman of Haverford West Tennis Club, Dean Richards. We'll get an update on the work that Sport Pembrokeshire are doing from Matthew Freeman. And Bill Kahn is chatting to Matthew Lamb, who looks after the Fishguard Sports girls and women's football about their prospects and fixtures when football is able to get started again in the county. That's all to come right here on Pure West Sport. Get more for your money at O.C. Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits with 0% APR across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the mobility scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to £8,500. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information, go online to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646 600858 <laughs> Loch Farm Ice Cream Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate coffee, ginger, lemon Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. You can listen to Pure West Radio anywhere. In the kitchen, in the bath, in the garden.
Cameo and Word Up on Pure West Radio for Monday evening. This is Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. I'm Ben Stone. On Saturday, of course, Wales were beaten 32-30 by France. We're going to be reflecting on that and looking back on the Six Nations with Gordon Fraser and Bill live on Facebook after 8 o'clock. But also, it was the Welsh Derby and Cardiff City claimed the South Wales bragging rights in the football as they doubt Swansea's automatic promotion hopes a hammer blow. Aidan Flint's early header gave Mick McCarthy's improving Cardiff a 1-0 win at the Liberty Stadium. We'll be joined by Fraser very soon and we'll talk about that game. He was covering it for Pure West Radio and PembrokeshireSport.co.uk and afterwards he actually heard from Steve Cooper at his post-match press conference. Here's what the Swansea manager had to say as he reflected on the narrow defeat. I was literally standing there thinking I, can't, I just don't think we'll score today just because of the ones that were sliding on the side of the post, the block deflections etc etc just I'm not gonna say it wasn't our day because you've got to earn your luck you know and you've got to you've got to go and make things things happen but it just seemed like we could be there forever and not 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 score so listen it means nothing this but it's as well as we've played for a while it's as well as we've played probably since Bristol City yeah you know uh, and we lost that game as well so listen the bigger picture is we're, we're in a really positive league position you know one, one that will be envied by everybody below us so um, listen we've it's a tough one to get over. I, I won't, you know, I won't lie and I won't hide away from that. But, um, but we've got to make sure that we come back stronger from it with nine games to go. That's the manager of Swansea City. Steve Cooper speaking after their 1-0 defeat on Saturday in the South Wales derby. You can read Fraser Watson's match report if you visit pembrokeshiresport.co.uk. Fraser will join us in a few moments to talk about that. We'll also speak about Haverford West County's defeat against league leaders in the Cymru Premier League, Connors Key Nomads by two goals to nil and some more on the weekend's football as well in a few moments' time. It's Monday evening, Pure West Radio with Carol King. It might as well rain until September. What should I write? What can I say? How can I tell you how much I miss you? The weather here has been as nice as it can be. Although it doesn't
West Radio for a Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone on Pure West Sport. We just heard from the Swansea City manager, Steve Cooper, and we've got our very own Fraser Watson with us right now to look back on that Welsh derby and that defeat for Swansea against Cardiff. And it was something of a, a smash and grab win in the end for Cardiff, Fraser. Would that be fair? In one sense, Ben, yes. But I think that probably materialised because of the way they got the yearly goal. Um, you know, Steve Cooper painted this picture, and in many sense, he was correct. In the second half, the Swansea dominated in seventy-five percent possession, twenty-three shots on goal, and eleven corners to nil. Perhaps reflects that, but I think it was more pressure borne out of the situation. You know, we know Cardiff are like, you know, McCarthy are like. They're very organised. They're efficient. They're a big physical team. Once they got the early goal. Um, and then certainly once it got to half time, they didn't try to offer much in attack. They sat very deep. They invited Swansea pressure on. And, and you have to say, Ben, for all the territory and for all the attacking play and, and ball in the opposition feared, Swansea didn't really look like cutting Cardiff open, you know, and the chances that came came from scrambled play and loose balls as, as opposed to good build-up play. So, yes, Swansea did have a lot of pressure. That is one way of looking at it. But the fact that we weren't able to convert it is also a concern. There were some interesting comments we didn't actually hear in, in the clip we just heard from Steve Cooper tonight, but there were some interesting comments from the Swansea manager talking about this busy period for international players coming up. Yes. Uh, three games for Wales now uh, coming up in a short short space of time. And his comments were effectively that the only country he hasn't worked with in terms of player welfare so far, because he hasn't heard anything from them or he hadn't at the time, was the Welsh FA. What did you make of those comments? They're quite significant, Ben. They're actually a development that was very much overlooked in the aftermath of the results and significance of the game, I think. You're right, he effectively said that all the Welsh call-ups with certain federations, you know, Jamal Lowe's going to Jamaica, Mark Gray, England 21s, Andre Ayu, Ghana, Conor Hurahan, before he ruled out with Injury Island. And he, all those federations had made contact with him. And, and he said this was the curtiest thing to do when he was in charge of England in the 70s. He made contact with all the clubs of player call-ups. He's had nothing from the FAW. And um, on closer inspection, this looks a, a pretty familiar trend as well. And it, it's... It was pretty poor PR at a time when the FAW don't need poor PR. We've seen what has been mass controversy over the grassroots game, which ultimately led to the departure of Jonathan Ford, which is going to be a very high-profile and damaging departure. There's been some discrepancies around Ryan Gitter's position, which we can't go too deeply in for now. And, and the last thing they needed, really, was this kind of public call-out to suggest they haven't been communicating well with professional clubs, let alone grassroots ones. So, yeah, it was, it was quite significant comments, I thought. And, and one of the FAW, I think, need to address. What do you make of those three games for Wales though, Fraser? Uh, the first is of course on Wednesday and it's a, a rematch of a, a game I'm sure you'll remember well from Euro 2016. It's a World Cup qualifier this time, but Belgium versus Wales is one that brings back memories. I know it does. It's like some very hazy, brilliant memories as well. <laughs> just from Euro 2016, the qualifier itself from the occasion when they won one nil in Cardiff and haven't been many better nights in the Cardiff City Stadium than that actually. But no, this is going to be difficult, Ben. They're away as the number one ranked side in the world and it's first up. And whilst you could almost cast it aside as, as, as one you're not expected to get anything from, you lose that first game, you're immediately under pressure. And I think we can negate the Mexico friendly on Saturday. I don't think there'll be any players of first team significance involved in that. I'd be extremely surprised if there was. If Wales don't get a result in Belgium, send big pressure for that game against Czech Republic in Cardiff on Tuesday. Because Czech Republic will also be expected to be competing for second place. And if Wales are going in there on the back of defeat, they'll be desperate for something from that. So it, it's it's a strange time because of the way the calendar has worked out because of COVID. They've got these two crucial figures 
fixtures, sorry. And then, of course, there's nothing for months. The, place, uh, the World Cup qualifies, play second fiddle to the summer in the Euros. So you, you don't want to be picking things back up in a few months' time off the back of two defeats, that's for sure. So they certainly need something next Tuesday, irrespective of what happens in Belgium, I think, because I can see Czech Republic being the most serious challengers to Wales, almost behind Belgium for qualifying. Okay, Fraser, thank you for now. We'll keep an eye on those and we'll talk more about the international football for Wales on our Saturday morning show between 8 and 9 right here on Pure West Radio. And Fraser is back with us live on the Facebook page after 8 o'clock this evening on Pure West Sport. You and I go
it's Maroon 5 on Pure West Radio for Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sport. After eight o'clock, I'll be joined again by Fraser Watson, Bill Kahn and Gordon Thomas. We'll be looking back on the Six Nations campaign for Wales so near yet so far on Saturday evening. And we'll be looking at the situation as gym owners in Wales get ready to launch legal proceedings against the Welsh Government in response to the continuing forced closure of the health and fitness sector. Facilities all over Wales are struggling, having been open for business for just three months since the first lockdown started in March last year. They won't reopen until at least the 12th of April and there are suggestions from the First Minister that the wait could be even longer for small independent gyms. We're going to examine the situation in Pembrokeshire, live on the Facebook page. You can join in after 8 o'clock. But right now we're going to change sports now and hear from someone who is closely involved with Haverford West Tennis Club. That's Dean Richards and he's been talking to Pure West Sports, Fraser Watson. Well, it's been a long wait for some sports in Pembrokeshire to get going again, but thankfully for tennis players in the county, that wait is now over. And, and with a guest now, we'll be delighted with that news, and that's Dean Richards, the chairman of Halford West Tennis Club. Dean, welcome on to the show, and, and firstly, must be a great boost for you and all your members about that news last week. Oh, yes, it's been eagerly anticipated with, with our members, and as soon as the announcement was made by the First Minister, our booking website was well alike with players wanting to play over the weekend. I was just about to ask that. What's the response been since you opened? Judging by what you said there, it's it's been pretty jam-packed, is it? <laughs> yes, yes. It, the bookings have, uh, have been flying through, really, with people wanting to, to play tennis. And, of course, it's, we've had good weather as well, so uh, that's encouraged them as well. But, of course, although we're allowed to play, it's, it's very limited with the numbers. It's mostly singles that we can play rather than doubles. Of course, and speaking to people who have managed to get on the court, Dean, what's the reaction been? Has it been general delight just to be back out there? Yes, yes, I think it's just general delight to do something different, you know, to do a bit of exercise and have some fresh air and meet other members, really. It's been a really busy sort of week um, since they've opened up. And, And looking forward to now, obviously, you would annually be playing competitive tennis. What's, what's the prospect of local matches and leagues going ahead this summer? Well, we're, we're still sort of awaiting some guidance from Tennis Wales, but in a, in a usual year, you know, we would be playing competitive tennis in a number of West Wales leagues, taking us up to Cardiff and Caerphilly and Slanesley. But, of course, at the moment, we're, we're awaiting news on that. We're hoping that competitive tennis will come back to, to Pembrokeshire. Interested to know, Dean, and, and this is something I've spoken about with golf course owners as well. We've we've gone on about the negative impacts of COVID on so many sports, and unfortunately that has been unavoidable in some cases. But is tennis one that could perhaps prosper a little bit in that you are unique and that you are able to open up early? The non-contact element might help you there. And you perhaps have more people interested in it because it's one of the few things they can do. It's one of the few sporting events, if you like, they can do on a social basis with other people at the moment. Have you, have you noticed any kind of boom or uptake in interest simply because you are available where other sports and team sports, for example, are not at the moment. Yeah, I know that um, you know two of our courts are open to the public to make bookings for, and we've, we've seen some activity around there in the last week. And as you quite rightly say, you know we're trying to capitalise on the situation where you know you, know, you can play tennis, and there's a lot of people who've been stuck inside for a long time. And you know tennis is a social game, and, and we'd encourage people to, to come along. And, and 
what's the uptaking young, uptaking youngsters been like in recent times? Because obviously tennis is is no getting away. It's not a sport, especially on these shores. It gets the same exposure as say a football or, or rugby, for example. And you know, it's for a lot of, in, in schools. There hasn't been a huge emphasis on it in Pembrokeshire in the last decade and beyond. To be fair, have you found you've had a lot of youngsters in, still interested in coming to the club, or is it something you need to target? To be honest. Which of course will make a big difference to them because that is essentially what youngsters and adults have missed out on, isn't it? The, the honing and the coaching and the fine skills and so on in these last few months. That's right, that's right. It's, I mean, it's really about getting out and having some, some of that fresh air, isn't it? And doing something different, or uh, having the ability to do something different. And I, I'll finish with a slightly personal question. Dean, obviously you, like many others, have been out of action for a long time. Um, how rusty was the forehand when you first got back on the court? <laughs> We know the feeling, Dean. A lot yeah, of us but do. It's, but it's a really nice feeling to be back out there. Absolutely. Well, keep doing a great job down there, Dean. And it's great to know that the courts are back filling up again. And, and hopefully we'll catch up with you later in the summer. And maybe there's a, there's a bit of competitive action to talk about as well. But fingers crossed on that. That'll be Thank you, Dean. And that's Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson in conversation there with Dean Richards from Haverford West Tennis Club. If you'd like to feature on the show or suggest someone who'd be really good to feature, do drop us an email, please. It's sport at purewestradio.com. It's Monday evening, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. We're on the air through until nine o'clock on Pure West Radio. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Hi, I'm Ben Stone, and you can join me on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with G&G Builders. All the latest sports news from around the county is featured every Saturday morning between 8 and 9 with a preview of what's to come ready for match day. Then we kick off every Monday night between 7 and 9 with my award-winning pal from PembrokeshireSport.co.uk, Bill Kahn, who teams up with Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas for the second half with the latest news, views, guests and gossip. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire-based company who've been in business for 30 years. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk.
Mariah Carey and Fantasy on Pure West Radio for Monday evening. It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. I'm Ben Stone. Gordon, Bill and Fraser with us live on the Facebook page after 8 o'clock. And we'll be talking about Haverford West County, who went down to a 2-0 defeat away to the new league leaders of the Cymru Premier League, of course, Connors Key Nomads, who actually are now six points clear of the New Saints, who are second, Barla Town are third on 39 points. And next up for Haverford West County, it's another away game. Next Saturday's coming weekend, they go to Newtown. And actually, that's an interesting game with Newtown just below the Bluebirds in the table. So it's a trip for uh, Wayne Jones' side to Mid-Wales. We'll have more on that uh, with Bill Gordon and Fraser a little bit later on this evening. Uh, But right now, let's hear a bit more from another one of our interviews this week. And Bill Kahn has been talking to someone who does a great job promoting women and girls football at Fishguard Sports. Loads of my friends in Pembrokeshire have suffered a lot from the lockdown with sport. But one old pal of mine, I think, has suffered more than most because he does such a great job in encouraging girls in particular to take part in sports. It's Matthew Lamb from Fishguard, known to all as Minty, an award winner, quite rightly, for his work with the girls in Fishguard Sport. Matthew, it's been hard work for you because the girls just can't play. Yeah, it has been. We, we did have a bit of a stint going back to training just before Christmas, which was lovely for them. I bet it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah it was great for me to see them as well well because we see each other on a regular basis every week and you know to not to not to see them on a regular basis it's not good and obviously they can't see their friends as well that they don't normally see like in school etc but uh no it, it is it has been hard work and it's hard as well to keep them motivated Trying to keep in contact to make sure that they're yeah. feeling fine, and also as well to see that they are doing some sort of fitness within their own homes or in the, you yeah. know, in their vicinity. With the number of people vaccinated and the sort of lockdown, can you see a light at the end of the tunnel with the, with the sport for these girls? I think with everybody who's involved in sport or or anything like you know the theatre or anything like that, you've got to be positive about these things, you know, because realistically, none of us know really what we're dealing with with this COVID. Mm. But being a coach or overlooking the girls section and and with the senior women as well, we do have to be positive to keep everybody spirits high. Mm. Uh, we have done a few things in the past twelve months, like a steps chart between the good the, the girls the virtual the thing then yeah, yeah, you know, they were sending in the, the results and stuff like on a daily basis. It was quite good fun actually. I bet they were competitive. I met them. Uh, they are, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how old or yeah. uh, what where they were or whatever competing. All of them were competing against each other, but it was all good fun. It brought us all together and it, it worked out quite well. Listeners, a lot of them will know you, some won't. Tell us a bit about your successes. Well, you've never been one to seek success and honours, but you've had some lovely moments, haven't you? Oh, brilliant. Just recently, something that you're not aware of. Uh, we were lucky enough that we had a, um, a questions and answers with the uh, Welsh female football team only uh, four weeks ago uh, that a number of the players took uh, part in. Uh, and as a result of it as well, those who took part of it, we've been invited up to the Vale of Glamorgan to spend the day training with the Welsh football team. Great, yeah. So, you know, it's it, it's something, you know, over the years, my, my main, main aspect with them is... Um, Obviously, the players that come first is trying to get maximise what they can get out of the game, not only on the field, but it's obviously to build up their confidence as well and their social skills. But uh, yeah, over the years we've had we, we've been very lucky, like to be involved in huge 
things involved in Yeah, which. like for example, only Ryan Giggs, the then manager of Wales, comes down and coaches him, and I'm left outside because I can't watch, and they forgive me for that. But I, you've gone up to Cardiff, you've had awards there, yeah. and, and that, you'd say that's all for the girls and the club, for Stad Sports. Yeah, exactly. Any Anything individual accolades, anything at all. We, we look at it both ways. Um, if it wasn't for the girls, and, and the women's team now it, it's a team effort on and off the field mm-hmm. so um, you know it, it's all about them at the end of the day mm-hmm. tell us a bit about the makeup then because you haven't got just one team tell us about your age groups um, of all seasons when Covid kicked in we, we had the maximum age group 8, 10s, 12s 14s and 16s yeah and they were winning lots yeah yeah you know we're doing well it's like all the girls football in Pembrokeshire there are a lot of clubs there's a lot of success here in Pembrokeshire a lot of people put in a lot of hard work the, the league for the junior side is run marvellously by people and with the success with us as a club we, we've got a senior uh, female football team here now great. which numbers are great so you know, on a whole, we're, we're doing very well. Mm-hmm. So you're looking forward to the next step, which is where you can start to train. Yeah? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I bet you know, you've only got to just text them all or FaceTime them all or whatever it is and yeah, be back be, in action. It gives me great pleasure to send them a message and uh, tell them we're all going to be back training on a Monday evening. Mm. But hopefully we will get some good news in the next uh, three or four weeks to see what happens. Yeah, well, let's keep our fingers crossed. And can I say thanks for talking to me and good luck for the next season. I'm sure it'll come about now and I'll be up to just have a quick look see how you're doing. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn speaking there to Matthew Lamb, doing an excellent job there at Fishguard Sports. Still to come before eight, an update on Sport Pembrokeshire's work in the county. Challenging times right now, but Matthew Freeman has been speaking to Bill. And we're going to hear from uh, Wyndon Williams from Haverford West County, all about the Bluebirds Befrienders, because the club has teamed up with Age Cymru David for kick-off conversation with this project, which will enable the club to support those who are isolated and lonely by connecting them through sport. The project's been funded by the Friend in Need Welsh Government grant on behalf of Age Cymru, and it's aiming to improve social connections and reducing social isolation for people over the age of 50. We'll find out from Wyndham why Haverford West County are supporting that really, really good scheme. That's all to come before eight on Pure West Sport. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces pass and I'm homebound. I miss you 
Radio with Vanessa Carlton and a thousand miles sounding really good on Pure West Sport. We'll be talking all about that Wales game in Paris. Should Wales have seen that through and taken the Grand Slam? It was a monumental effort. We'll get the thoughts of Bill Kahn, Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson on the show after eight o'clock live on the Facebook page and of course your views as well. And we're looking at this situation where gym owners across Wales are getting ready to launch legal proceedings against the Welsh Government in response to the continuing forced closure of the health and fitness sector. Facilities all over Wales are struggling, having only been able to be open for business for three months since that first lockdown started in March last year. And there are suggestions from the First Minister that the wait may be even longer than April the 12th for small independent gyms. We're going to look at the situation here in Pembrokeshire. And again, your views welcome after eight o'clock here on Pure West Sports. But Sport Pembrokeshire do a really, really good job, of course, at Pembrokeshire County Council promoting sport in the county. And Bill Kahn has been catching up with someone from Sport Pembrokeshire to get an update on some of the work they're doing right now to promote sport. Sport Pembrokeshire does a great job in my view in promoting sport in all its aspects around the county and one of the ones I hold in huge respect there is Matthew Freeman. He can tell us his title now because it sounds far too posh for me to say Matt. It's lovely to talk to you. I know you're very busy in your role. What is it? Um, yes, Bill, great to speak to you once again. Um, seems a long time since we've yeah, actually had indeed. the opportunity yeah, to have a chat. Yeah. Uh, so my official title is the Active Young People Manager for Sport Pembrokeshire. So I job share with uh, colleague Joanne Williams. Yeah, I know, Joe. Yeah, Phil Williams is much better half. Are you listening, Taffy? And tell us a bit about your role then, Matt. So we manage a team of uh, staff members who work in primary schools, secondary schools, and supporting community sports clubs across the county. Primarily, we look to engage and um, upskill staff around the confidence and motivation to be able to um, around the confidence and motivation to um, deliver yeah, sport sessions yeah. um, in a confident fun engaging way because at the end of the day as long as the activity they're delivering around sport and physical activity is fun and engaging it's going to really capture the imagination of the children across the county one of the things i've loved about the work that you do i think i probably told you before when i was in school if you were good at rugby or football you had lots of coaching if you weren't you were chucked a ball and told get in a corner and don't be a damn nuisance and people hated sport your job now entails 
midfield getting everyone active, everyone encouraged, everyone on the on the ball as it is. It does indeed, and I think um, growing up whilst I was in primary and secondary school, that was a, a similar sort of mindset mm. of uh, some of the staff, should we say. But um, I think now with uh, the creation of the Active Young People Programme, mm. the, the focus is very much around sport and physical activity for all. There is something out there for everybody. We both believe that, don't we? Phil? Absolutely, yeah. and it's just a case of exposing the children to a wide range of offers mm. um, and obviously the more of the basic building blocks that they can develop the more mm. they will be able to move from sports to sport and physical activity to yeah physical i don't know if activity. i ever told you uh, our games teacher uh, i loved him to bits but his way of getting a seat to climb ropes was to stand underneath with a dap a trainer and whack you on the backside you got out to reach and i could never climb a rope so consequently i got hit on the backside every game's lesson and he thought it was great fun but nowadays they can play games like dodgeball they can go orienteer they can do things like that and and really sort of get to like sport which is amazing isn't it absolutely yeah yeah i think you've just highlighted the sort of the mix of what is on offer and the 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 coastal environment of Pembrokeshire really it's ready made it is absolutely the likes of uh surfing kayaking orienteering which you've made reference to are sort of part and parcel of what every child in this county should be exposed to at the end of the day, whether that's curriculum-based, extracurricular, or just with the appearance or within a community setting as well across the county. One of the other things I loved is the way that you were one of the people who were instrumental in empowering people in the schools, the youngsters from sort of 15 upwards, to become encouragers themselves to promote sport by actually giving these youngsters the chance to take part in dodgeball or whatever it is. Absolutely, yeah, the young ambassador program yeah. that you sort of oversee has really grown from strength to strength over the past well we're approaching a decade now since mm. the inception been some it. great ambassadors oh, they have been and some of them now are actually back teaching in, yeah. in the county which is fantastic yeah. to see yeah. that goes to show how old i actually am now the fact yeah. that they are they were 15 16 at the time and now they're PE teachers in the in the county in some of our local secondary schools it's um really really pleasing to see the the leadership skills that they developed yeah. and showed mm. at that particular moment in time I sort of enable them to develop further and give them the platform for something within their uh, professional careers I'll never forget talking to one young lady in St David's who was a, a platinum ambassador quite rightly and she told me she hated games when she got into school she couldn't wait to get out with dreading the days when PE or sport or whatever we called it was on and she'd become someone who was promoting sport for others now that's a big success isn't it that is indeed and I think looking at our platinum steering group there are Probably there are three members on that steering group who encountered exactly the same issues um, where they were exposed at a secondary school environment where they were not comfortable in what was being uh, delivered but they have now come back in with re reinvented themselves yeah. with the motivation and they want to support the children of the county to be physically active i know you've been combined to barracks for a while with the, the lockdown but i know once this started you'll be back out in the schools and involved that's all i can say on behalf of the people of parish who benefit ultimately their kids liking some physical activity well done back and keep up a good work thank you Bill. pure west sports bill khan talking to matthew freeman and no doubt that sport pembroke should do a really really good job working to promote sports in the county and let's hear now about some more good work that's going on with haverford west county and they're helping to try and tackle loneliness 
in Pembrokeshire. And Fraser Watson has been looking into this. Well, there's been plenty of positives for Halford West County on the field of late, but they're also starting to undergo some very important work off it as well. And, and one of their personnel who is starting up a very important scheme this Friday is Wyndham Williams. Wyndham, welcome to the show. And you've got something in the pipeline starting up this week. You'd like to tell us a bit about it? Yeah, really excited to be launching our Bluebirds Befriender project, connecting people through sport who are over 50 and isolated and lonely. And just tell us a bit about what that scheme entails. Will this be something that's an online service for now and, and then look to move into face-to-face at a later date? Yeah, so to kick off conversation, we're going to be holding some Zoom sessions talking about sport in all, in all kind of aspects to kick off that conversation in any direction, really. It's all about the good old days and reignite those uh, memories. Those sessions will be held on Zoom at the moment. The aim is then is to have some sessions back at the club here when we're allowed to open our doors again. And when do you know? all about the camaraderie that comes with playing a long time in sport and the old stories that go back and the memories we all have. How important is it for these people who, who bear in mind are over 50, for all you know, some of them may have been living alone with what has been an incredibly tough and, and lonely year for, for a lot of people. Do you think this gives them a chance to reminisce and feel good about themselves and give them something to look forward to as well? Because there hasn't been much of that late. No, not at all. And uh, it's creating that connection again, to, uh, friendship with people because we've been completely isolated and, and if sport can kick off that conversation and rewrite those uh, stories, uh, those memories about trips and tours and, and how sports changed, you know? Football and rugby changed massively over the years. You know, me being a rugby boy at a football club, that's always been interesting and <laughs> yeah. a learning curve for me. But people I've been around I've learned loads of different different things about sport basically. There's so much you can talk about. Just creating that conversation topic, really. And the Bluebirds Befriender, we've created a activity pack with some puzzles, word searches, word jumbles, all around sport and not just football. So there's a talking point. So when we're on the Zoom call, we can talk about, oh, did you complete that spot the ball challenge? Or did you complete the crossword? And we'll be engaging with other sports clubs to see if they want to join us in our journey to create some of those activities. It's a bit of fun. Um, we've got slide puzzles, stress balls. You know, it's exciting and we're looking here to make a big impact really especially with people who are isolated and I know Pavs play an important role in this project as well would you like to tell us a bit what it entails for them yes we've linked up with Pavs fantastic food sector organisation here in Pembrokeshire those have so many communities volunteers over the years let alone with, uh, during the Covid pandemic there's a tablet we uh, loaned out to access these Zoom sessions and we can offer that digital support and again we live in such a digital age now the more we can help people connect with each other that's a fantastic scene we also uh, have partnered up with Age Cymru to deliver this project and they also have tablets as well. Hopefully it's going to be really good. And from a wider point, Win, from a Havgrest County point of view, obviously going very well at the moment. Not always a club that's caught the imagination of the Pembrokeshire public and that is perhaps is changing a bit now. How important the club becomes more than just an institution that fields 11 players on a Saturday and goes out into the community and makes connection with these local businesses and local people. I think that's very important too, to engage with the audience that you want to be there watching you almost. Yeah, thanks to uh, Rob Edwards and the club. But I'm here and they're given us capacity now to do what we wanted to do for many years is to reach out to the community and deliver these programmes. We've got a fantastic flourishing academy with Mark Morrison at the head of it and uh, Julie uh, Legrace, the secretary, they're working so hard behind the scenes and the profile of the club has really been lifted and obviously the results on the field, the current performances, bring a real new feel to this club and I'm here to raise the profile. We've got a great asset here and for the community to use it and then to bring people through the gates on a Saturday and see what we're doing here because it really is something special. That's great to hear and it's good to hear that the club is branching out and good luck for Friday and we look forward to, to tuning in with you in, in a few weeks' time to see how the scheme is going. Thank you very much for your time and it's good to hear about what's starting up on Friday and all the best. Yeah, can I just say, um, for anybody interested in the, in the programme, we have a Zoom 
team session at the start at like two o'clock and we'll go through the program we're going to taste session with some activities in there it'll tell you a little bit more what we're going to be doing in the next few weeks so please sign up the link's on facebook i think it'll be on our web page you can find it on hcw david uh, facebook and obviously pos radio excellent thank you very much for your time wind and all the best thank you fraser well, it's a really good scheme. That's Pure West Sports' Fraser Watson with uh, Wyndham Williams finding out about the Bluebirds Befrienders. It's Monday evening. We've got the latest news coming up at 8 o'clock and then we are live on the Facebook page, kicking off after 8 by looking back on the Grand Slam that wasn't quite as Wales go down 32-30, of course, in Paris. We'll get Fraser, Gordon and Bill's thoughts and we want you to get involved as well. And then we're going to be joined by two Pembrokeshire gym owners who will be telling us why they are pressing hard for the Welsh Assembly Government to actually give them a a clear pathway to reopening their businesses. We'll be looking into that after eight as well, right here on Pure West Sport. From Kilgetty to Kilpayson. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. I am Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Eleven new cases of coronavirus have been recorded in the Heweldar Health Board area according to yesterday's figures. Public Health Wales data showed there were six new cases in Carmarthenshire, four in Pembrokeshire and just one in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 196 new cases have been confirmed and six new suspected COVID-19 deaths were also reported. The total number of